team. I don't want smoke, I want cream. I don't want no more comparisons. This is a marathon, and I'm aware I've been playing a bet from a lack of promotions. I never was one for the bragging and boasting. I guess I was hoping the music would speak for itself, but the people want everything else. Okay, no problem, I show up on every one album. You know what the outcome will be. I'm betting a thousand. It's got to the point that these rappers don't even like rapping with me. Fuck it, come on, nigga. 21 Savage just hit me and told me he sent me a spot on a new record he got. He called it a lot. I open my book and I jot. Pray for Takashi, they want a rap. I picture him inside a cell on a cop, flattening on how he made it to the top, wondering if it was worth it or not. I pray for my kill because they uh hey yeah this is just a little quicker than them just because i realized i put uh put put j cole in the uh in the intro uh i need everyone to go flame ross for having a bad opinion on j cole and that's it hello and welcome back to the holdings worth podcast i'm your host at as always at always as always dylan sanders um it is currently 243 in the morning um i finished recording the last episode a little while ago, and then uh, Chrome crashed before I could save the file. So now I'm here re-recording it. Um, I took a little bit of a break, and I kind of changed around the 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 outlook on the episode. Just like a little bit of change around the game, change the game of the week. Just a couple things to kind of make my, myself feel better. Um, did I say that you can find me on Twitter, at Dilly Sanders? If not, I just said it again. It's sorry, it's really late. Um, Brandon is not here with me <clears throat> um, because he is asleep and studying for school. Um, yeah, pretty much. That's about it. Um, that's all he's doing, uh, which, you know, I did that a lot, too, uh, a week ago or so. Um, just can't really blame him. Um, so I hope all of you are having a great day. Um just to remind you, we are doing a uh, an Amazon Alexa giveaway. Yeah, if you want to be able to do this. Hey, Alexa, play the Locked on Saints podcast. Getting Locked on Saints, daily podcast on the New Orleans Saints from Spotify. Continuing the latest episode, Marcus Davenport out for rest of season with foot injury. Locked on Saints, 12 dot slash 11. She always makes it so long. So, so long. Listen to that wonderful man, Ross Jackson. I just want to give him a little bit of a shout-out. Hey, Alexa, stop. Not that he needs it. We talk about him all the time. Um, we're just here to, I'm just here to inflate his ego. Um, plus, every time I seem to ask it to play our podcast, it wants to give me a side boy. I, like, I... I I tested it a couple times by myself, and it still pulled that podcast up. Like, watch. Hey, Alexa... Play the whole nine sports podcast. Sorry, I don't know that one. See, look, she she doesn't like our podcast, I guess. Whatever. I don't need you, Alexa. But if you want to be able to listen to stuff, but apparently not our podcast, uh, you can enter in to win a free Amazon Alexa. Um, Look, every time I say Alexa, she just like freaks out. Free Amazon Alexa just by following our Twitter at whole nine sports. Retweet it. Whenever you see us tweet about it, uh, but yeah, we're just gonna pull the winner from one of our uh, from our followers. <sighs> I'm tired, man. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's go into let's go into the news. Let's see what I write down. Uh, we got Coach O um, winning Coach of the Year, which is awesome. Uh, there are a couple, you know, like Matt Rule. There are people. I, mean, I bet I bet Brandon wanted Matt Rule to win that win that award. Um, but you gotta you gotta love a Coach O. Um, and I love what he said in his post-game interview. Um, I'll just play a clip of that now. 
Rana no 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 um, just some real brilliant words from there. Man, Brandon's not in this episode, and it's my second time recording, and it's like 3 a.m., so this is, you're in for a, <laughs> for a ride. Um, Joe Brady wins Assistant Coach of the Year, um, and as he said, it should read Steven Zminger slash Joe Brady. Steven, Steven Zminger is the unsung hero of this whole situation. Kind of started working at LSU just as a, as a favor for a friend. Um, and now, uh, Joe Brady came in and they work together a lot and they've created this awesome offense. So, um, shout out to both of those men. Um, and the fact that, uh, Joe Brady's going to be back next year. So that's awesome. In other news, uh, there is from a power five school athletic director, there's officially a, uh, an eight game playoff circulating, which I would be very, very happy about. So the thing is, uh, the model that they're showing is five, uh, five auto bids for Power Five champions, two at-large bids, and one uh, group of five school. Uh, one at least one group of five, so like a guaranteed group of five, group of five school. Um, uh, a couple more coaching changes. Willie Taggart, um, former Florida State coach, is now at Florida Atlantic, replacing Lane Kiffin, and in uh. The least attractive hire of all time, Steve Adazio is hired at Colorado State. Um, shout out to Steve Adazio, man. He uh, got fired a couple of days ago. I feel like it was just a couple of days ago, maybe a couple of weeks ago, from Boston College. Um, gotta gotta love the the good old sixty plus year old offensive line coach hire to try and make your program seem. Interesting. I say that. What was coach of us defensive line, right? That's more. That's more appealing. Yeah, <laughs> that was about to had a brain fart. He's also not sixty plus. He's fifty eight. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. Um, so there is not a lot of crazy football um, going on this week. If we don't have any more college football to talk about, um, FBS at least. Um, but uh, we do have one game. I'll start off with uh, Army at Navy. The spread was Navy minus 10.5. Um, this is a game that I feel like uh, has a chance to have zero passes thrown in it. Um, it's the 120th uh, Army-Navy game. Um, Army has won 10 in a row, but Navy is favored by 10.5 here. Um Navy ranked in the top 23. Uh, I'll admit, I have not watched too much of them um, this year, just because I don't... It's not my kind of football, I would say. Um, but, um, yeah, they're, they're favored by 10.5. The over-under is 40 for this game, which they've scored more than 40 themselves in most of the games this year. So I'd take the over as well. But um, I am gonna go ahead and take the uh, take the uh, the Navy midshipmen, um, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna pick them to cover the ten and a half over this year. Break the break the four game losing streak to Army. Um, now moving into the NFL. Uh, let me see. The first game I have down is the gonna be the Broncos at Chiefs. 
minus nine and a half for Kansas City. Um, but Denver has a new man in town. Drew Locke has come back and uh, looked very, very, very good. Um, and uh, you know, I, I like I like the Broncos. I like this team. Um, he is from Missouri. Uh, grew up a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Um, so this will be an interesting game for him. I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to go ahead and say that while the Chiefs are probably going to win, I'm going to give the Broncos the chance to cover the nine and a half point spread. And now I have no rooting interest in Denver, in Kansas City either, uh, because Tyreek Hill was on my fantasy team and I lost. So whatever. Um, in the least appealing game of all time, we have the Dolphins at Giants spread New York Giants minus three and a half. Um, hmm. See, there are a couple ways you can go with this one. You can uh, go with uh, what I think is probably going to happen is I probably think Miami is going to win. But what would be hilarious to have happen is for the Giants to win and help ruin their shot at Chase Young. Um, and I know that that is not what Brandon wants, so I'm going to go ahead and say the Giants are going to cover the three-and-a-half-point spread. Um, yeah. Sorry, Brandon. <laughs> uh, man, the leading rusher for the for the Dolphins this year is 200 yards. Yikes. That's going to be a yikes for me, feller. Um, I mean, they are pretty bad. What's the over under? Forty six and a half. I could, I, I could see that happening actually with Fitz, Fitz, Fitz Magic in full, uh, full force. Um, next up, we have a game between two of my least favorite teams in the NFL. I feel like this game, this episode is going to go super quickly, and you know what? Whatever. <laughs> um, we've been saying the episodes are going too long anyway. Um. The next game is going to be uh, a game between two of my least favorite teams of all time. Rams at Cowboys. The spread to Los Angeles Rams, minus one and a half. These are probably the teams two and three least favorite. Um, I should say the Cowboys. Everyone hates the Cowboys, though. So. Um, hmm. Jason, uh, Jason Garrett on his way out, I'd imagine. Um, hmm. I guess I'll go ahead and uh, pick the Rams to win this one. I, I don't know. I just don't like the Cowboys. So I'm gonna let's go Rams. I'm gonna pick the Rams. It's a one and a half point spread. Uh, I think the think the Rams got this. Um, let's see. Bears at Packers. Uh, we have Green Bay minus four and a half. Um, let's see. This is a game that the uh, the Packers should probably win. Um, but you know, Mitch Trubisky is, is on a tear right now, guys. He is the best quarterback in football and you cannot change my mind on that. I'm joking. You can change my mind on that because I don't believe it. Um, but now the bears, you know, on the uptick, I'd say, um, beat the Cowboys, Lions, and Giants, you know, not great wins, but Wins nonetheless. Um, yeah. Uh, the, 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 before this, uh, their last loss 
Their last loss was against the Rams, 17-7. Um, Trubisky has looked all right, um, and Aaron Rodgers should do well against this defense. Um, the spread is 4.5. I feel like the, the Packers are probably going to win it, so I'm going to go with the Bears to cover. Um, this is also a first one where we don't. I didn't have. I forgot completely. I forgot to have Brandon um, text me his picks. So I'm, I'm going. I'm going here. I might have Brandon text his picks uh, to me. Um, Colts at the Saints spread. New Orleans minus nine. I wonder where I'm going to go with this one. Um, no, uh, the Saints. Uh, Drew Brees threw for 800 yards and 14 touchdowns last week. Um, and, and the defense did not get it done. I think this is a much weaker offense. Um, and I think, I think, uh, Drew Brees will still get it done. I think the Saints are, are easily going to cover the nine. It's plus it's Monday night football at home. This is, this is where they shine. Um, but now I can actually, you know, talk about it a lot because I, uh, Man, I just want to talk about the fact that uh, Alvin Kamara is doing nothing this season, and I want to see him do more. Um, but you know who's not doing nothing? Michael Thomas. Uh, Michael Thomas currently has the second most catches all time in a player's first five seasons, and he is on the tail end of his four- fourth season in the NFL. Just absurd, dude. Um, not, well, Let's see. His catching percentage uh, through players. This is on, the, on this list. I'm, I'm looking through it. This is, yeah. Shout out to Reddit. That's where I get all my news. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Through the also through the first four seasons, um, he's at a 78.4 catch percentage. The next highest is Jarvis Landry um, at 66.9, and the lowest out of these 11 players is going to be. DeAndre Hopkins at 56.2. So Michael Thomas, through his first four years, has um, 22% higher than than DeAndre Hopkins had in his first five. So shout out to him, dude. Um, (laughs) Let's see. Um, The next game we have is going to be... on Friday, we have the Houston Rockets taking on the Orlando Magic. Um, you know, James Harden on a real tear right now. Um, sorry, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> James Harden on a real tear right now. He's averaging 38.5 this season, which is just absurd. He just dropped 55 on the Cavaliers. Whose uh, leading player in assists is Darius Garland, who has something like 2.8 assists this year absurd um you know James Harden is the best offensive player of all time fight me best one-on-one offensive player of all time fight me um you can fight me about that but Orlando has you know Evan Fournier who's leading their team and uh Markel Fultz who I want to do good uh pray for Markel because they uh they messed up his shot that's gonna be the intro now um, the spread is not out yet, <laughs> uh, but I'm taking the Rockets, so count that. 
Um, the next game is going to be the Pelicans at 76ers. Uh, fire Alvin Gentry. The spread is not out yet, but I bet it's going to be 76ers by a lot, and I'm going to take that. Simple as that. Um, next up, we have the uh, the FCS champion uh, playoffs. Uh, not championship, playoffs. We have... Um, the quarterfinals in that, so that's always fun. Um, the first game I have to talk about is going to be Montana at Weber State. The spread Montana minus two and a half. Gonna pick Montana. The main reason I wanted to talk about this game is because uh, in the <laughs> in the second round of the playoffs, um, Montana outscored the college I went to for a little bit, Southeastern Louisiana University. 73 to 28. Their starting quarterback had 459 yards and five touchdowns. One of the receivers had 12 12 catches for 303 yards and three touchdowns. Um, but this Montana team is really really led by uh, Dante Olson on defense, um, who had an insane year. Um, he had uh, 152 tackles. Yeah, 152. That's insane. Uh, it's the second most whenever you uh, combine both FCS and FBS football. Um, he is the second leading tackler in Montana history in just two seasons as a starter. Uh, he is a senior this year, by the way. So uh, you could uh, you could see him have some love in the later rounds of the draft. He had uh, double digit sacks in eight of twelve in eight of Montana's twelve games. Uh, and he had 18 tackles in two games and 14 tackles against the Oregon Ducks. He also had nine and a half tackles for losses, two and a half sacks, an interception, two pass deflections, a fumble recovery, and a forced fumble. Um, so the dude just dominates everyone on defense. Um, yeah. Um, next up, the next game we have to talk about is going to be... Um, uh, Oh yeah, the spread was Montana minus two and a half at Weber State. I'm going to take Montana. And the next we have, uh, the next game we have up is going to be Illinois State at North Dakota State. The spread is North Dakota State minus twenty one and a half. Um, North North Dakota State, North Dakota, I can't speak. North Dakota State is the uh, is the team that uh, everyone thinks of whenever they think of FCS football, just because they're so dominant at all times. Um. But I mean, hey, uh, Illinois State pulled off the upset last week, um, and so I uh, let's see, Illinois State, Illinois State, and North Dakota State already played this year, um, and the the score was thirty seven to three, um, so that's not ideal, uh, I would say, if I was uh, if I was one of them. I was uh, Illinois State. I would say that you don't want to have that happen to you, but it did. Um, but I mean, you know, uh, Illinois State has James Robinson, who is, I'd say, up there in in likelihood to to make an NFL roster at some point. Uh, he is a senior, five ten, two thirty. Uh, he had 1,800 rushing yards this year and 18 touchdowns, all rushing. 
Um, he's a he's a big boy. You could see him uh, make like uh, be an undrafted free agent late rounds in the draft. See see some team pick him up, maybe. Um, that's the the real reason to watch this. Um, the spread North Dakota State minus one and a half. I'm going to go with James Robinson to lead Illinois State. Maybe not to an upset, but definitely to covering the twenty-one and a half um, versus the uh, the top dog, North Dakota State. Next up, we have the game of the week. There we go. Um, the game of the week is going to be the Bills at the Steelers. I actually did with this one because you know it's the game of the week. Uh, we don't normally do these for NFL games, but as I mentioned, FBS is done now, except for Army-Navy, until bowl week. Um, so I don't know what we're going to be doing until then. Uh, so I threw this one together because uh, Brandon, uh, Brandon left me alone. And it was a little bit different. Sorry. Like I said, the the, the episode crashed, and I'm re-recording at 3 in the morning. Um, those are Steelers. Um, you know how we do our games the, game of the week's? Um, we go, I go, I'm going to go position by position group by position group and tell you who I think has the edge, um, in talent, the quarterback. Um, I think even if Ben Roethlisberger was healthy at this point, I'm going to go with, uh, Josh Allen, um, I definitely would rather him than uh, than the duck Devlin Hodges. Um, yeah, uh, he uh, Josh Allen has been on the up and up this year. Uh, a quiet, pretty good season. Uh, I just I don't know. I feel like this Bills team is not being taken seriously, even though I think that they deserve to be. Um, but yeah, no, he has not had a bad team, a bad game at all, a bad season at all. I mean. Um, 2,700 2, passing yards, 17 touchdowns, and eight interceptions. Much better than last year. Um, the coaches are all very happy with his progression. Plus, he's had a pretty awesome running year. Uh, you're running the ball as well. Um, so I have no problem going Josh Allen uh, over Devlin Hodges. Running back group is where it gets a little bit closer um, with uh, James Conner, Benny Snell, uh, but I'm going to take uh, Frank Gore and Devin Singletary. Um, Frank Gore is just a tank, and Devin Singletary, whenever he's been healthy this year, has actually been pretty explosive and pretty awesome to watch, um, which I'm very happy about. Um, let's see. And, uh, yeah, so they use Devin Singletary in both the passing and the rushing game, which is uh, it's always fun to see out of your, uh, your running back. Wide receiver tight end. Um, definitely, 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 definitely going Steelers here. Uh, they got Juju Smith-Schuster, James Washington, Deontay Johnson. Um, shout out Toledo. See, look, it's even getting brought up whenever, uh, Brandon's not here. But yeah, I'd take that group over John Brown, Cole Beasley, and, uh, some other players. <laughs> um, even tight ends. Dawson Knox is actually surprised this year, um, I'd, I'd say, I don't know, him or John Brown. You know, John Brown, is smoke, smoke's not been bad, but I think as a, as a whole, Juju Smith-Schuster and company uh, is a lot better. 
Um, offensive line, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh pretty easily. Um, and Buffalo has definitely uh, upgraded their offensive line a lot. Uh, it's a lot better than it has been in a while. Um, but, you know, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, their offensive line has been the same pretty much for a while, and uh, there's a reason for that. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, it's a very old and experienced offensive line, but uh, they get the job done. Offensive line, defensive line, I don't know what I said. <laughs> um, defensive line and edge is going to be Pittsburgh. I'm going to give them the edge there. Um, Javon Hargrave, Cameron Hayward, TJ Watt, Bud Dupree. Um, they uh, get to quarterbacks. I think they're leading in both sacks and interceptions this year, I, I think. If I'm not correct, if I'm not mistaken, they're leading in sacks and something else. I'm going to find this right now. Yes, sacks and takeaways. Sacks and takeaways. Um, so this is a very good defense led by their defensive line and edge. Um, the next group is going to be linebackers. That's going to be off-ball linebackers. Um, hmm. I'm go with Buffalo, I think, here. Um, yeah, Tremaine Edmonds has looked a lot better this year. Matt Milano has looked awesome this year. Um... I, th- I think I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go Buffalo. These are two very very good defenses, so I'm ex- I'm excited for this game. Out of uh, out of a, uh, on a week that uh, I'm not too interested in a lot of these games. Um, the Sunday night game has my attention. And uh, defensive backs is gonna be the next one, and. That one is going to be uh, close. Uh, close again. I think the best defensive back in the game. It's a toss-up between Minka Fitzpatrick and Tredavious White. But I think whenever you start to look down um, at the other positions, at the other at the other levels of this defense, of uh, the secondary Buffalo has Tredavious White, Levi Wallace, Taron Johnson's actually looked all right this at times this year, and Jordan Porter, and My, Jordan Porter, Poyer, and Micah Hyde, um, and I would take those over uh, over over Buffalo's. I mean, over Pittsburgh's uh, secondary. I think. Um, man, I love Levi, Levi Wallace. You know, he doesn't get enough love. I said it. In the, I said it. He's going to be this division's most improved player, and he's honestly, he's up there in the conversation, I'd say. Um, and Tredavious White is one of the best corners in the league, and Jordan Poirier uh, is all right, and Micah Hyde is one of the best safeties in the league. So I'm going to go ahead and go with the Buffalo secondary there. Um, for head coach, I'm going to go Pittsburgh. Um, Mike Tomlin. He's in the in the coach of the year running, um, if not the favorite at this point, because he has turned this team around without a starting quarterback, um, or a, like a, a league level start a quality starting quarterback. They're on their their third string now, um, and he's leading this team to wins. So um, the spread here is going to be Pittsburgh minus two and a half. 
Pittsburgh at home. Sunday night football. Um, hmm. <laughs> the over-under for this game is 36.5, and, and I think that's very fair. Um, I'm going to go with Buffalo to cover. Is it because I'm a Buffalo fan? Probably. I, I do enjoy me some uh, some Buffalo football. Um, shout out to Buffalo. I lived there for a little while. Um, Buffalo X Factor. Uh, I'm going to go Josh Allen. Um, whenever the whenever he's doing well, this team s- seems to do well in a in a very. I know both of these defenses are going to show up, but I think the quarterbacks need to show up. Um, and that's why I'm going to pick the Duck. Duck Hodges um, uh, for Pittsburgh. Um, like I said, this is a very good defense. He is a, a third-string quarterback. He didn't look aw- He hasn't looked awful. Um, completely inept in the, in, the, in the playing time that he's gotten. Um, so I think that he just needs to go out there and have an acceptable game, and they uh, they can come away with this one. Uh, he looked pretty all right against uh, Arizona last week, but I mean it, it's Arizona, but still there's nothing nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, and I think that about does it for the uh, the game the the pick the pick'em for the week. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and now switch over to the uh, the one mailbag question. Um, and that uh, comes from Alex Katzen. Um, he asked me a simple question of how mad am I that Derek Stingley didn't win uh, the SEC Freshman of the Year? Um, I'll tell you that while I'm sitting here at 3 in the morning, 3.20 in the morning, with uh, with my LSU hoodie on and my LSU hat my LSU SEC 2019 uh, SEC champion hat. Um, I'll tell you, with all that, with all that on, that uh, Bo Nix, even without Derek Stingley, um, if you, you take you take Derek Stingley out of the, out of the equation. Um, you take Derek Sting, Stingley and his 34 tackles, tackle for a loss, six interceptions, 15 passes defended. You take all that out. And uh, Bonix still, I don't think, is deserving of freshman year. He the dude just looks bad. Like he does not look good. Um, his talent around him helps him a ton. The guy does not look comfortable throwing a football. I don't think. I don't know. This is this is his name. I just don't think that he at all deserves. Like there's plenty other people that come to mind. You got you got Jalen White uh, Meyer. The tight end from Texas A&M. He had like six touchdowns, 31 catches. So not bad. Jerry on Ely out of Ole Miss. Um, he had something like what, like 1,200 all-purpose yards between catching the ball, running the ball, kick returns. He had eight all-purpose touchdowns. Um, throw him, throw him in there, you know. Um, you got Henry Toto from Tennessee. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, <laughs> so he kind of had a brain aneurysm saying his last name. Uh, 65 tackles, five tackles for a loss, half a sack, pass defended, fumble return. 
Um, Damani Richardson out of Texas A&M, another good year. Interception, tackle for a loss, half a tackle for a loss, half a sack, 63 total tackles, forced fumble. All these players, I think, out. Cade York outperformed Bo Nix. Um, well, you know, he, woo, woo, they beat, they beat Alabama. He had 15 of 30 for 153 and a touchdown. Big whoop. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't like Bo Nix. Um, I think he'll be all right in, in the future. Um, just don't think he should have won this award. Definitely think he should have gone to Derek Stingley. Um, Maybe Chad Morris will come in and uh, and make him look better next year. Man, I just realized I'm so excited for this this uh, Lane Kiffin Ole Miss team with Jerrion Ely and John Reese Plumley for two more years. Um, at least probably probably three more years with both of those guys. Um, and yeah, I think that about does it. Um, Sorry, this was a weird episode. It's a short episode. It's just by myself, you know, me running through the running through the motions without uh, Brandon here um, to reel me in. <laughs> um, yeah, and just you know, not a huge week for football, so just you know, I just had to have a little fun. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. You can find Brandon on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find the show on Twitter at Whole Nine Sports, where we are doing a giveaway of a free Amazon Alexa. Um, shout out Alexa for the uh whenever if we reach 500 followers by december 25th um yeah go ahead and do that um follow us uh on twitter and you can listen to us now on all four of spotify itunes google play music and stitcher radio um we doubled our listening pro- uh, platforms recently just to give people more options um yeah, listen to us whenever you want. Share us wherever you want. Um, and yeah, we'll uh, see y'all on Monday.